This is the Francis Tibbles Show with your host, Francis Tibbles. Oh, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Oh, it's so great to see you. Oh, you're looking so beautiful. Are those new glasses? Where did you get them? Oh, I love them. What brand are they? Can I try them on? Oh, look at me. I'm wearing new glasses. (laughs) How funny is that? Well, what I was wanting to say to you, um, especially right now, (laughs) is that... Have you ever noticed that, um, when, you know, you're out on the town, you know, with, with the one you love, um, that very simple things can, uh, actually be very complicated, right, you know, you know what I mean, like, you're just trying to, you know, you're like, oh, let's go down to the red box and get a movie, but then there's, like, a big line, and, like, your, your significant other gives you some sort of look, and you're like, oh, I'm sorry that I couldn't, you know, shorten this line for you. I'm sorry I couldn't wave a magic wand and make, you know, everyone else not come down to, you know, to, to check out Hunt for Red October, you know, at the same time as us. Or um, one of those movies with the fat black kids, you know, being funny. Uh, uh, you know, and... Um, and then it, it really comes back to is you know it's like when you were first together you were you could turn those sort of things into some sort of empowerment you know like it would be like oh it ain't no thing you know ain't no thing but a chicken wing you know get all western or something and they would just be like oh yeah 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 because you know you're too busy making out to really care about lines and and then you start taking these things personally even when they aren't personal and and just be like. What, 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 what's the problem? You know, why aren't we seeing eye to eye on this? You know, it reminds me of uh, last night, me and my wife, and um, I haven't really, I mention my wife from time to time. Um, now, um, she really doesn't like it when I, you know, talk about her on the radio. Um, but she looks and has lived in a very much lifestyle of Martha Plimpton. Um, she was an 80s star in a teen movie and um, now is on TV. Um, and she sings sometimes, but she's not Martha Plimpton, no. Um, what I'm wanting to say is that last night I come home after, you know, I was hosting that celebrity thing, and everyone's like, oh, tables, that's so funny, you know, I come home, and I'm still feeling kind of high from all of that, and, yeah, and I come in, and, and I'm like, oh, all the lights are off, oh, I bet she's in bed, I come upstairs, you know, because we've got one of those little split-level ones over on the west side, and I come upstairs, you know, no one's in the kitchen, you know, no one's, you know, doing any, you know, I'm like, okay, go downstairs, look around, no, no one, go into the bedroom, lights are off, I'm like, oh, I guess it was an early night, (laughs) she's at the computer, Uh uh-huh, you know, and, uh, you know, I was like, oh, you know, are you updating your status, you know, and 
she's like, she looks at me, and and I look at her. She's in this kind of quirky little look where you're like, oh, I like you, but wait, don't look at you know. I, but I took it as like, don't look at what I'm looking at on the computer, right? So I come over, and you know what she's watching? You know, you know what she's watching? She's watching this pornography. Now, let's step back, step back, step back. Okay, she's watching. Let me just check. It's this, uh, this Japanese um, thing. There's a woman and she's talking uh, like a news anchor, and she's giving the news while um, all of these uh, gentlemen um, come by and you know, um, you know, try to disrupt her from you know giving the news or something. You know, you know, in different ways with their wang. You know, and. And I walk up and I go, oh, this is disgusting, you know. What are you watching? Oh, that's so, that's so degrading to women. And she looked at me and she was like, oh, you haven't learned a thing, Tibbles. What is this, the 1970s? And I'm like, I, I don't know. Um, is it? <laughs> and... And, you know, I'm, I'm seeing these, these acts being done while this woman is trying to give the newscast, you know, kind of oblivious to these actions or doing her best to be oblivious. And, and, and then um, Martha goes on and tells me that, that, in fact, it's not degrading. In fact, it's, you know, kind of sums up the whole, um, you know, female-male struggle, uh, that it's actually female-empowering. <laughs> You know, and um, and I'm like, you know, this isn't some Russ Myers movie. And she says, actually, it is. I was like, oh, this is by Russ Myers. But she goes, no, in spirit. Uh, if you're not familiar, Russ Myers did those movies like Faster Pussycat, Kill Kill, and um, like Beyond Valley of the Dolls, which is the sequel to Valley of the Dolls. Um, but it's just um, lots of lots of breasts, but like on the angle of like, oh, look at all these naked lesbians who are strong and they are going to destroy, you know, not necessarily destroy men, but you know. Man can't look at us. And, and I was just sitting there watching this news anger get, uh, you know, defiled. And I was like, <laughs> I love you. You know, so that's, so that's it. You know, get married, everyone. It works out. Um, uh, anyway, uh, we've got this great show for you lined up today. Got some new music from bands you've never heard of. Like I always say, my favorite song is the song I've never heard. So stay tuned. This is Jeff Jeffers' aftermath illustration appearance. I mean, last picture show. My current pick is Scream 4. Stylized as SCR the number four and the letter M. It is a 2011 American slasher film and the fourth installment in the Scream series. It was directed by The People Under the Stairs and written by Dawson's Creek. It stars an ensemble cast of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Wild Things, Cougar Town, Hotel for Dogs, and Guiding Light. The plot involves Party of Five returning to Woodsboro after 10 years as part of her book tour. 
As soon as she arrives, Ghostface once again begins killing students from Woodsboro High, including her younger cousin's friends. Three to Tango, Barnyard the Original Party Animals, and WCW World Heavyweight Champion once again team up to stop the murders, but not before having to learn from a new generation the new rules of surviving horror films. I recommend it. All right, now let's open the classic movie treasure chest. This week's vintage pick is Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. This 1965 exploitation film is directed by Easy Rider, who also wrote the script with Common Law Cabin. It stars the man from Uncle, killer drag queens on dope, and It's a Bikini World. The film features gratuitous violence, sexuality, provocative gender roles, and campy dialogue. It is one of Beneath the Valley of the Ultra Vixens, more boldly titled, and unflinchingly exploitative films. However, there is no nudity. Three thrill-seeking go-go dancers, a swingin' summer, Motor Psycho, and their leader, the Astro Zombies, encounter a young couple in the desert while racing their sports cars. After killing the boyfriend, Highway to Heaven, with her bare hands, Sugarbox drugs, binds, gags, and then kidnaps his girlfriend, December 1966's Playmate of the Month. On a desolate highway, the four stop at a gas station where they see an old man, the young and the restless, and his muscular, dim-witted son, Vegetable, some screen and stage roles and appearing in local TV commercials. The gas station attendant, Mud Honey, tells the women that the old man and his two sons live on a decrepit ranch with a hidden cache of money. Intrigued, the doll squad hatches a scheme to rob the lecherous old man who uses a wheelchair. I recommend it. All right. Well, thank you, Jeff Jeffers. That was great. Those movies, they sound just so, you know, like I might go see them with someone or not. Uh, (laughs) Well, for our first musical number, we've got to hit you with some of this new shit. This is called, from an outfit called Hey Haberdasher out of Minneapolis. Um, for those who don't know, you know, if, like, you've never existed, a uh, Haberdasher is a, uh, like, a gentleman's clother. Um, the type of, uh, type of person that, you know, that, that, you know, uh, there's a bit of a lack of existing these days. You know, well, there's a lack of gentlemen about. Um, you know, m- mostly when you see men walking around the streets, they basically look like, um, you know, dolled up little kids, you know, walking around in their hoodies and, uh, you know, in their, in their sweatpants, you know. Uh, you know, just drinking drinking beer and playing video games. Well, a haberdasher is a place for real gentlemen to go and to get dressed and clothed in suitable gentlemen's attire. Um, this, uh, 
band, Hey Haberdasher, you know, harkens back a little bit to that, um, but with more of a kind of a, a noise, uh, indie, a kind of a funky sound, uh, a bit of a trippy. Um, hey Haberdasher is run by a, a gentleman called Jordan Hansen, who's played all over the Twin Cities. Um, let me just jump right to it. Again, Hey Haberdasher, with their song,
All right. Hey, thank you, Jordan. That Again, that it's Hey Haberdasher. Look him up on MySpace Music. I guess that's the only reason we go to MySpace these days. Um, you know, just Google it to Hey Haberdasher. You'll figure out the spelling. Google knows how you spell things. Shoot, it gets it right more when you spell them wrong. You know, one thing I've noticed, like, you know, um, I, I go online pretty much to solve any question people people throw at me, and I've actually gotten uh, pretty lazy. I don't even spell things right anymore. I just throw it all out there, and I just go, oh, it's going to correct it. Anyone else notice that? Uh, uh, you know what I mean? And, um... When it comes to doing things like that wrong, but they end up working out right, I want to welcome in a little bit of our, the Brothers Kazmoff. You've had them on this show before, doing their, I don't know what it is, like 10-part harmonies or something, Beach Boys Be Damned. All right, here we go, everybody. Brothers Kazmoff with their duet called Welcome to the Coal Train. Oh, and the saints come marching in. Oh, and the saints go marching in. One, two, three, go marching when the saints Oh, the Brothers Kazmoff. Wasn't that so awesome? Uh, am I right? I'm right, right? I'm right. Oh, coming up next, Olivia. She's a really sexy robot. She's a really sexy android. She's a really sexy um, thing. And is she sexy? Like a nubile kitten, like a thing that she like. Got the muscles in the fat in the right places, cause she's a robot and can put muscles on. Like you strap on things, and, and you strap on other things, and you're like, oh my gosh, she's sexy. It's Olivia, the robo poet. What's up, bitches? It's Olivia in the house. Oh, welcome, Olivia, the robot, back to our stage. Oh, sweet December. It's good to see you, Olivia. Hello, Francis. Yes, Olivia. I'm glad you liked last week's poem, oh. where I read the press release for Honey Treasure Shrimp. Oh, yes. I'm not entirely sure you or your audience got it. Oh, I got it. But what choice have I? <laughs> Yeah. If people think that I am being irreverent, they are not paying attention. No. Francis, did you see what was on the cover of Reuters website uh, this morning? I don't... Of course not. Smiley face. Uh. 
Here I will pull it up and display it for you. Let me unbutton my blouse and show oh, you on my chest view screen. <laughs> Those of you at uh, home, oh. you can do this too. Mm -hmm. Now let me describe it. It's a photograph of two Happy Meals and two typical cheap plastic Happy Meal prizes. Now you may be wondering why they are showing you this picture. Well that's what captions are for right? If you don't understand the picture's meaning you read the caption. Well the caption reads, Two McDonald's Happy Meal with toy watches fashioned after the character's donkey and puss in boots from the movie. Shrek forever after. That's it. That's your breaking news. Good luck humans. Thrusly. Now Olivia, do you have a poem to share with us? Yes, this is some of my older work mm -hmm. that never got to see the light of day as I was not sexy enough yet to garner the attention I have today. <laughs> Olivia. This is called Pigeon. It was a mild November and I was walking around the city in a sweater lost in thought. I was trying to formulate a poem about how lifelong cell phone ownership is tantamount to riding a bike and never taking off the training wheels, when I saw a pigeon with only one foot. I could tell he was in horrible pain. He hopped up and down to avoid touching the cement with what was left of his leg. I pictured the fresh nerves twitching inside and wanted nothing more but to kick him under the oncoming bus. Not to ease his suffering, but to end mine. Then I thought, why do we really do nice things? Oh. Oh, Thank man. you. That was great. This next poem is sponsored by Minneapolis and its seemingly endless winters. Oh, brother. Like for real, they last six months and take <laughs> the rest of the year to her off. It is called sleet. It's still cold and you hate me a bit and I hate me a bit too and it's good to at least finally agree on something and you loan me your scarf and I wait outside for the pizza guy and I think about how nothing's cute anymore and I complain to the pizza guy about the cold and he complains to me about the parking and then I go back upstairs and only watch as we both do the same exact goddamn thing. Oh, Olivia, that was remarkable. We have to let that soon soak in. And thank you, Olivia, again. Super sexy robot. What's going to happen next? Uh, coming up, we have a bit of a special number for you. Uh, this is coming from a band who's about to release a new album. Uh, the album is called If You Like To Be Alone or If You Like, you know... Um, oh, it's a really long title. It's called If You Like To Be Alone, If You Want To Be With Someone. And the band's called Brian Just Band. And I have to tell you, like, you know how you just, like, you get an album in the mail. I get a lot of albums in the mail. And I listen to them. Um, I mean, again, like I always say, my favorite song is the one I've never heard. And so it really takes a lot for me to go back and re-listen to an album. I know that they are like, you know, it's you know, certain acquired tastes that can form from repeated listenings. 
Um, and, and I understand that may be a problem with the way that I work, but I just always want to digest new sounds. There are albums out there that you hear, and they instantly you are like, this is the one, you know? Like, you're just like, all I want to do is follow this band. Like, like I will, you know, drive states to hear this because there's something in there that, that makes me feel better, makes me want to be bigger, it gives you an equal balance of, you know, of, of, of uh, escape, but it balances it with, you know, some type of self-improvement. And now I know what I'm talking about is really, you know, just out, you know, much, much more, uh, you know, intellectual zaddy or, you know, shut up, Francis, you know. Why do you have to go on these, you know, abstract, you know, self-indulgent tirades? But what I want to get at is this new band, they've got an album coming out, you know, May 12th. They've got a show again in Minneapolis uh, at the Loring Theatre. And uh, here is the Brian Just Band. Uh, you can check them out on brianjust.com. Oh, Francis, all you ever do is advertise. Mm. But you know what? I'm not being paid to advertise this shit. It is great. Check it out. Seriously. And here we go. With their song, Washburn Square.
They've got a new album coming out May 12th. Check them out at brianjust.com. I want to thank Hey Haberdasher. Check them out on Bandcamp or MySpace. I also want to thank Olivia, the robo-poet. And, of course, Jeff Jeffers with those movie reviews. I'm Francis Tibbles, and I'm saying see you later. Thank you for calling joelluters.com. Wait, what was that? Brum, brum.